Hey, what's going on? This is Peter from Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, and I'm privileged to be here at LIC Beer Project in Long Island City, Queens, one of the NYC powerhouse breweries, and I've got a very, very special guest with me. Sir, please introduce yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Daniel Acosta, uh, founder, head brewer, LIC Beer Project. So, Daniel, let's, let's jump right into it. When did your passion for, for beer begin? Uh, I fell in love with beer uh, back in 2004 while backpacking through Europe. I uh, kind of took a trip over there, some soul searching at the time, and uh, I fell in love with beer while, while in Europe. And were there any particular beer styles that really stood out there, or even before that trip, were there particular beers you, you enjoyed drinking growing up? Uh, pri- prior to going to Europe, I was into you know Sierra Nevada, some of the bigger breweries, New Belgium. Uh, but when I landed out there, I just fell in love with Belgian house, uh, specifically like farmhouse-style beers, saisons. Uh, German style lagers, but predominantly Belgian style ales. All right, right on. And and so now, what was it like going from the concept of of LIC Beer Project to actually you know opening day here? Wow. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was quite a long journey for me. I uh, I didn't actually work in beer prior to opening the brewery. So I worked in the construction industry. I had a consulting company. I also had a, um, a, a construction company. We did a lot of retail and commercial construction. So getting to beer for me was kind of a long journey. So I just started homebrewing in my garage back in like 2005 when I came back from the backpacking trip, trying to just replicate the beers that I had enjoyed while in Belgium and France and some of those farmhouse-style beers. Uh, and then I thought if I really wanted to be serious about making good beer, that I need to get a formal brewing education. So I went to the Siebel Institute of Technology, uh, partnered with the Dumans Academy in Munich. So I went back to Munich, spent some time there, uh, studied brewing science, and came back to the States, continued my, my work as a you know, construction consultant. And then I, I landed my eyes on, on Queens, Probably four years ago, four or five years ago, uh, I, th- I thought the market was really underserved for those styles of beer, just beer in general. You know, New York City really wasn't making a move yet for beer, so I, this is how I wound up here. Okay, right on. And now, what was what was the inspiration behind the name LIC Beer Project? Uh, we just really wanted to pay homage to the neighborhood. A lot of people don't know what Long Island City is. Um, people know Queens, New York, but not a lot of people know this neighborhood. This neighborhood has a rich manufacturing history. Um, you know, we're right, right next to Manhattan here. So I just wanted to really pay homage to the neighborhood. So LIC is, stands for Long Island City. That's the neighborhood that we're in in Queens. And I thought it was a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 a great neighborhood. It's definitely because I, I, I grew up in Queens and I remember, you know, Long Island City's definitely changed a lot since then. Right. Definitely a different, different neighborhood. But it's great to see you got, you know. Some of the best breweries in New York are all now here in Long Island City, which is, which is a great thing. Just kind of, I know that 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 you know hindsight is twenty twenty, but but looking back when you started the journey from now, was there anything that you, that you could see that you may have done differently? Um, as far as the conceptually, or as like as the brewery is concerned, as as the brewery is concerned, um, yeah, space, you know, space is a major limiting factor. For breweries, specifically in New York City, uh, we probably would have spent a little more emphasis on our tap room. We do a really good on-premise business here, so probably would have built a facility like just built a facility like three times the size of what this is. <laughs> that would have been so, yeah, awesome. Just space constraints. 
mainly for our barrel and sour program, it's it's really limiting because of our space. So what's what's the most exciting aspect of what you do? I would say our cool ship program. Uh, we're th- three seasons into that now. Uh, we've only released one pe- one beer called uh, Dulcinea, which is a spontaneously fermented ale, and. Um, it was kind of more of an experiment when we released that beer, just to see how it would behave in the bottle, mm-hmm. see how some of that um, spontaneous fermentation would behave when we packaged it. So now that we're into the third season, we're starting to see those beers really develop in the wood and the oak. So um, that was really the passion of, my, of, of starting this brewery. It was really what inspired me the most when traveling to Belgium was when I found those, you know, those Lembique-style beers and spontaneously mm-hmm. fermented beers. So I would, I would say that's the most exciting part of our brewery that's kind of not spoken about as much because um, we brew a lot of other styles. But that's on the, on, the, on the background. That's really what we're paying the most attention to. So, so then would, would you say that, that going forward there'll be, there'll be an increased emphasis on, on that program and those styles? Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of a labor of love. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not the best business decision, I guess, <laughs> to make those beers. We've put quite a bit of beers in wood. Uh, we've put a lot, a lot of, a lot of wort into wood now. It's, it's beer, so yeah, it's been an investment and a long-term project that we're su- super excited to start see developing now. Okay, right on. And now, on on the flip side of it, what do you feel is the most challenging aspect of what you guys are doing here? Um, I would say the most challenging thing is that we brew those many styles now. Uh, when we first started the brewery, we had mainly we just brewed like four beers for like the first year. Um, just we focused on sour ales, getting them into wood, and brewed you know various styles of Belgian beers. But now we brew v- many different styles. So um, we brew a lot of saisons, farmhouse style beers. We brew IPAs. Uh, we brew some lager beers, which take a lot of time up in the tank. So that's probably the most challenging thing right now is making space for the beers that we really love to make uh, versus a lot of the beers that move well through the through the tanks. Okay. Right on. And have you ever kind of um, – have you found that th- there's certain beers that you thought wouldn't be as well received, but then they just kind of just took off? Definitely the hoppy beers for us. Um, my, my expectations for hoppy beers – I didn't really expect uh, to, for them to be that well received when we first brewed them. It was kind of just an, out of experimentation, um, more than anything. Our first hoppy beer was Modern Aberration. It was a, a Brett fermented um, hot forward beer, and the hoppy beers just took off. That wasn't really something that I had in the business plan. It wasn't really something I anticipated. So we've been very fortunate for that. Right, right. It's pleasant, pleasant surprise. Right? Yeah, for sure. Right. And um. So now, what what would you kind of say if you could if you could put it into words? What would you say the philosophy is here at LIC Beer Project? Um, just you know, on a continuous journey of beer, you know, we're we're on a quest to find beer we have yet to discover. So with every new beer we design, with every new beer we brew, with every new beer we put in wood, we're always after to, uh, after beer that we have yet to experience something new, something innovative, something that you you've never experienced before. And that's like a never-ending quest to, to find the perfection of beer. So I would say that's kind of like our mantra, like, you know, seek for the perfect in every beer. Okay. Yeah. Right on. And, and I know you guys um, have a lot of great events here at the last, the Coronation Day 
Um, Mikey was here from from Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. He he came through to that, and that was just uh, it's crazy. So many great beers. I think that day you guys did a quadruple beer release, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I mean, man, pile of crowns. That's that's a phenomenal, phenomenal beer. Yeah, we had a lot of fun brewing that beer. Kind of um, one of the first beers we ever put in cans. The first beer we ever put in cans. Uh, it's kind of why we give so much attention to that beer, just because of uh, it was kind of the first beer that we released to people and and you know that we canned and it was it was a cool experience, you know. And the story behind it is kind of my my inspirations for art. I'm a big art collector. Um, I've been collecting art for about 15 years now, so it was kind of my homage to my my other passion outside of beer. Right. Yeah, and the um, the artwork on the can itself is it's it's awesome. Right. It's uh, it's definitely very memorable. Uh, almost like you could say it's iconic artwork because you you see it, and if you're into beer, you you know what that is right away. You know you know what that the pile of crowns. Um, and then the tie-in with the coronation day was just great. And right. you guys had to hold the whole chair and the, the crown and all that. That was, yeah, that was a, a nice symbi- touch. It's a symbolic day for the brewery uh, and for, for that beer. So um, we kind of try to give it a special party. Plus, we like having parties. So yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a good excuse to have a party. <laughs> Always a good excuse, right? <laughs> um, so I, think, I, I guess you kind of touched on it a little bit, but how would you kind of describe the vibe here in the tap room as far as you know how you guys are received you know the people who come in here what they're looking for how would you kind of describe that uh, i would say people come here they really they i would say majority of the people that come to the brewery know what they're looking for when they come here um we have a really educated beer consumer that comes here they know beer they they know the kind of beers they like they know what they're looking for and they know our beers they know our brand mm. uh which i think is is the most uh, humbling part of it is that you know people come here and they really they know what to experience when they get here they know what kind of beer they're looking for and i think it's just a really welcoming uh kind of vibe you know our, my family pretty much runs the brewery so it's my my sisters are behind the bar um so they can really speak speak to our language and how we really how passionate we are for for what we're doing here and i think everybody involved here is is pretty passionate about you know, our project and what we're after so i think that speaks in the just in the overall environment and vibe of a space and it's a really well it's a welcoming space it is it really is it's a it's a very nice space and i know obviously you know everyone gets into a business that they want to they, they want to see profits obviously but i feel like in in craft beer it's it's obviously that too but it's but it's it's really that passion and it's just that that the vision and the passion coming together, which really kind of stands out for me when I go to a lot of these breweries, because you know you, you you feel it. You know how when when the owners are engaged and they really love the beer, it comes across right away. And right. you know here, obviously, that that comes across very clearly. That you guys are passionate about about what you're doing here, and it's awesome. It's great for the beer consumers, and that's probably why, you know, as you mentioned, the, the types of, of beer consumers that come through here that that that's why you guys attract them. Yeah, and I, th- I think all, um, another exciting part of it is people that maybe are, are traveling and decide to come and visit a brewery, their expectations of this neighborhood when they pass by, you know, there's a, a tire changing place across the street, you know, it's yeah. kind of a rugged kind of vibe in this neighborhood. When people walk through the door, it's kind of a transcending experience. It's not really something that they're, willing, that they're ready to expect when they come, come off the street. Which is quite intentional. Um, when I was in when I was in Europe, I experienced that quite a bit in some of the bars. 
And we'd walk off these cobblestone streets and like into like, you know, old school World War Two bunker bars. And yeah. um, thought that was pretty cool. So I think even for people that aren't beer enthusiasts that are just coming through visiting, uh, it's a good way to engage those people in craft beer and to educate them about what we're doing and kind of bring them along on our journey. Oh, absolutely. I think, like you were touching on, I think there's a certain allure to it, right? You're in, in the neighborhood. You know, you wouldn't expect to find a place like this or places like this here. And you can kind of just, like you said, there's a tire changing place. You know, there, there's graffiti murals. And then you walk in and you have a place like this here. And I think that kind of, in a way, it adds to the vibe, you know, of the right. whole place, which is which is, which is is nice. Um, so now, just switching gears a little bit, just wanted to get your opinion on, on how you currently view the New York City beer scene and then in addition to that like where do you see the role that lic beer project plays in the nyc beer scene i think uh new york city beer is, is super super strong right now uh it's a really awesome group of breweries doing really special things uh, i think that will continue as long as breweries are doing great beer uh, and really pushing the envelope on their process techniques how they how they execute their beers, I think um, New York City will be a force force to be reckoned with um, in the next few years. It already is. Um, I think LIC is a Queens brewery. You know, yeah. when, when people think of Queens, they think of LIC Beer Project. So, you know, when uh, people think of Brooklyn, they think of other half. When people think of Queens, they think of LIC Beer Project. And I think that's uh, important to us, you know, that we yeah. rep Queens the right way and people know that we're here to stay and that we're... And we're always going to be pushing the envelope of beer and always looking to do new and exciting things. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the beer community definitely appreciates that because it's the yeah, LIC Beer Project, absolutely synonymous, not just with Queens, but now, you know, with New York. When you mention right. the best breweries in New York, you have to mention LIC Beer Project. So now taking, taking a little bit of a step back, just in general, just, just craft beer, w- w- what does that mean to you? Uh, craft beer is is a grassroots thing, you know. It's uh, people who are super hardworking, super innovative, um, and just looking to go out there and kind of craft their passion, you know, and and build something. I come from my background came, like I mentioned earlier, from construction. So for me, it's always about the finished product. It's always about um, you know taking a set of blueprints and building something and seeing it be finished. And walking through it so beer for me is very you know it's very similar to to beer where you know we we construct our our product and then we see it through the only difference is that's tangible and people can actually consume it and experience it so for me craft beer is is just that you know it's experience with people so a culmination of beer and people and getting together and community and having a good time over a good beer with your friends or family so yeah, I would say um, craft beer is definitely uh, it's come a long way. It's and it's it's not slowing down. The market is definitely uh, it's definitely vibing hard right now. Uh, on-premise model is super super strong. You know, people want to go and experience beer where it's made. They want to meet the people who make it. They want to they they want to live through that with uh, the brewers and the employees of the breweries. So. Craft beer is super communal, you know. It's all, it's all about engaging people and taking them on that journey with you. Yeah, no, absolutely, and absolutely, and I think I think that whole that whole aura from you know that can help make or break a brewery. And you get people that buy in, people believe, and, and like you said, 
craft beer people are very interested in the process. They want to know. They want to talk. They want to ask questions. And it's it's an interesting kind of. I don't know if subculture is the right word for it, but it's just it's an interesting vibe. The whole craft beer community. For sure, you know, I always believe that. You know, people believe why you do something, not necessarily what you do. You know, we make beer, but there's a lot of breweries that make beer. You know, it's why you make beer. What, what what's the reason behind your story? You know, right. why why do you why do you do what you do? And I think that's um, I think that has a larger impact on people than necessarily the product itself. Listen, you have to make good beer, right? If you yeah. don't make good beer, but years ago that was like the that was like the what everyone said: make good beer, make good beer. But it's more than that too, you know. It's it's more about the experiences that people have when they drink your beer, the people that they surround themselves when they have your beer, the stories that could be told about your beer. Uh, why you why you do what you do, you know? For me, starting this brewery was a very personal thing. It was a tough time in my life well, when I traveled through Europe. So when I when I came here, it was kind of uh, when I decided to start this brewery. It was it was very very personal to me. It wasn't just about business. You know, it's turned out to be a business where we have employees and p- provide for people and their families. But uh, more so, it's a it was a it was about a personal project. Yeah, it's right. about people's stories. Yeah, no, that that's that's what it's all about. That's that's what makes it so. I think that that's what makes a brand. You yeah. know, that's what makes it tangible. That's what makes it appealing to people. Um, so, but I, I do have to ask though, when was the last time you had, or or rather, what was the last non-craft beer beer that you had? Do you remember? Um, let's see. I was in Aruba actually last week, and I was drinking Balashi. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, that's like the island beer. I'd like to I'd like to say that it's craft beer, but it's kind of an industrial lager. It's yeah. brewed it's brewed only for the island, so I'd like to consider it as craft beer. But I was drinking a lot of Corona when I was there. Okay, all right. Hey, <laughs> so, hey man, if you're in Aruba, lime. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't go wrong with a Corona and lime. Sometimes you just can't go wrong with that. Um, so now are, are there, um, are there, are there breweries either, either locally or abroad right now that are, that are really impressing you? Um, I'm always really inspired by Allagash. Um, just from the very early days of Allagash with Allagash White and how Rob Todd and Jason kind of pioneered that style Mm -hmm. in the U S and how they really put all their forces behind it to rep it the right way. And then from there, everything they've done from there, you know, they have amazing core products. They have, you know, great special releases. They do barrel-aged beers. They have spontaneous beers that are amazing. Um, and they do that hoppy little table beer. It's just mm-hmm. awesome. So, yeah, they, they kind of really inspire me. Allagash really inspires me. All right, very cool. And that you speaking of releases, you guys just recently had uh, a couple of cans that, that came out, right? We did, yeah. Uh, we did Triple Candy and uh, Both Sides of the Rainbow. So, uh, Triple Candy was actually the only beer that I ever brewed as a home brewer that I brewed at the brewery. Really? Uh, a buddy of mine has been trying to get me to brew that beer since we opened. <laughs> he used to come <laughs> to my house and drink it on my kegerator. He named the beer, actually, Triple Candy. Um so yeah, so that, that beer is kind of a fun, exciting beer, like a Willy Wonka kind of beer. Okay. Um, yeah, so we always have a good time brewing that. Oh, very nice, very nice. And um, 
so so what's what's next for LIC Beer Project? Uh, we're trying to um, expand expand a little bit at the moment. We're trying to expand our tap room. Um, trying to get we've kind of outgrown the space a little bit. So we're looking to expand the tap room a little bit, expand our hours, uh, make the beer a little bit more accessible here to people. So um, and expand our bow program. So uh, with that expansion of the tap room, the main focus would be to expand our cool ship program. Uh, and our barrel program. You know, I've always had a goal to have the largest barrel program in New York City. Uh, we still have a couple hundred barrels, so we're still managing quite a bit. It's become difficult to manage in the space here. So we need a dedicated area just for wood. Uh, so that's what we're looking to do next. Very cool. Very, very cool. So now, are, are there are there any kind of beers or events or or some any type of news anything that you want to promote anything you want to share with our audience uh we have a couple of fruited beers coming up that we're working on uh we started this project um that was inspired by um by some pink floyd albums okay and so we we have uh a couple of beers that we're working on for that they've been in wood for a little while now so we're looking to get those bottled up uh, hopefully soon um yeah we're always always doing crazy hoppy beers you know i just wrote a couple recipes this afternoon yeah (laughs) for some beers that we'll do in a couple weeks uh we have a collab collaboration uh with giant bitter that we did which is a really cool uh, imperial ipa that that we brewed with some fruit so we'll, we'll release that in a few weeks yeah very cool man very very cool now is there anything that um, the audience may not know about LIC Beer Project, but that they should know. Is there anything you want to want to let the audience know about you guys and what you guys are doing here? Um, yeah, I think um, like uh, the people here, you know, the people behind the brewery are, are really what make this place happen. I think, you know, I make the beers, I founded the brewery, but this brewery wouldn't really be what it is without our employees and. The people who actually make the beer, I don't think they get enough credit for, you know, out in the public for um, for what they do to make it all happen. You know, we have a really tight knit group of group of men and women here that make things happen for the brewery. So, yeah, we have um, Thomas Desrochers. He's our GM. He pretty much is like my uh, second set of eyes mm-hmm. at the brewery. He helps run everything. He does all our operations. Everything from getting raw materials to helping organize our brewing schedule. Uh, we have Sam Gillum, who's moving on up uh, as our brewer. He's a super talented young guy, really, really hardworking. Um, he's taking the lead lead role now in the brew house, uh, helping execute all the beers. Yeah, so uh, we have Michelle Pagano. Who she she's doing all our social media and marketing. Shout out to Michelle. Shout out to Michelle. <laughs> Uh, so she's really uh, helping our brand get recognized in Queens. You know, really repping it hard in LIC with locals and a lot of the, a lot of all the new construction that's going on. Really having people know we're here mm-hmm. so they can experience our brand. Um, yeah, you know, my sister Caitlin Costa, who works behind the bar, she kind of is the heartbeat of the of the of the brewery here for our retail because this is really where people get to experience who we are is when they come here to the brewery so yeah just uh getting to know the people behind lic beer project um i think is is 
is what's super important. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I um, couldn't agree more. I think I think the the people make the product, and you know the product makes the brand. And, and I think it's a great vibe here. I've always loved LIC Beer Project. I've been here many times. I think you know I think there's a lot of great Queens breweries. I mean, there's a lot of great breweries everywhere, but it's great to see when when great beer is being made in your own backyard. So that always makes me happy selfishly as as a queens uh <laughs> queens kid growing up um yeah awesome man i mean thanks so much for hopping on the show is there anything else that you want to want to leave our audience with anything else uh, you want to you want to we want to chat about that's it man just uh support your local breweries you know get out and visit them meet the people behind the beer and uh cheers drink up there you go cheers drink local <laughs> cheers. drink fresh repeat cheers